Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. That would make me Mike. You sound so mysterious tonight. Oh, I, I'm trying, you know. Uh, there is something I need to get off my chest mm-hmm. right off the top here. I just saw an article when I opened up my uh, internet that said, at age 80, Carly Simon is finally going to reveal who your Sylvain is about. And I need to say... I don't give a flying fuck who that, that song is wait, about. That's a real thing. She's really yeah. gonna okay. I, you know, no, I don't think it's a real thing. I think that that's just some horseshit. That one light is pointing right at me, and it's leaving a shadow. But <laughs> I think it's just some horseshit thing where, like, every few years, they're like, Carly Simon's fun. I'm gonna tell us who the song's about. Nobody yeah. fucking cares. I didn't even know Carly Simon was still alive. I didn't either. She's apparently eighty, though. Although Suzanne Summers died. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, master of the Thigh Master and uh, and nipples on Three's Company. Three's Company, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'd like to have been seven... the third company in between them titties. She was like seventy six, slightly older than sixty nine. Well, oh my God, stop! No, have some respect for this poor dead woman. I noticed it. I did respect her when I noticed it a few days ago. So you've given your moment of respect and now you're gone straight to... I, that's, I'm, ju- I'm done now. To I'm pure done. filth, yes. Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, I mean, as long as you gave the, you know, the appropriate amount of, of time before you began masturbating. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't masturbating to Suzanne Summers. I'll tell you that. Maybe not modern day, um, Suzanne Summers. No, I was definitely masturbating to Carly Simon. Mm. <laughs> she was like, you're so vain. I'm like, oh, no, she's saying you're so veiny. Oh, she's talking about you, cock. That was what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. That is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Um, so... I kind of want to get right into our song of the week again, um, because uh, mine comes with a story, um, quite a lengthy one. So I think you should probably give your song first. Okay. If you remember it. <laughs> it was only two fucking weeks ago that I that I chose this one. I uh, I feel like a real turd because I could lie to you and tell you that I listened to yours, but I don't think I ever did, even though you said it to me a week ago. Well, surely, surely you know the song. I'm so bad at uh, doing stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mine was uh, a song from a band called... I, this is the thing I always mess up on. Is it 10 years... Damn it. It's 10 years It's 10 after. years after. Yes. I always want to call them 10 years later. Well, it is 10 years after. Yes. And uh, the song is called I'd Love to Change the World. Well, and I... the reason I picked this song wasn't because I'm trying to change any worlds or anything like that. Really? It's because it's been in my fucking head. Because I saw somebody play like that. Like on guitar on a YouTube video. And I was like, oh, I love that song. And I listened to it a bunch of times like two weeks ago. Well, isn't that nothing? Sort of, uh, no real meaning behind it. Isn't that always been our point to doing this bit was to yeah songs that rattling around in your head. Yep, exactly. So you know, I idea, totally held true to that. And you, that's great. So let's listen to it right now. Tax the rich, feed the poor, tell their rich no more. 
like it. It's an old jam. You know, it's got that old style feel to it. I, I didn't know if this was a new band or what, because I'd never heard of them. And I, I don't think I knew the song. It's like a, they're like got a lot of hippie rock and stuff like that. Like it's well, it's just most of their stuff were, is very easy listening. Apparently they were at the first Woodstock. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, bonafide street creds in terms of the hippie movement. You didn't be in there with all that stank and sex and mud and poop floating around. Mm. I think you're mostly with the poop floating around. I think you're mostly thinking of the 1996 uh, uh, Woodstock. Yeah. I think that the original one probably had a lot of that going on too. I'm just guessing. You're probably right. You're probably right. They were probably like, we don't support porta potties. (laughs) You're out there shitting the the field and bury it. I'm sure the farmer was like, yeah fertilize my ground yeah like you know human poop is great fertilizer i have mm. no idea i know they've tried using it around uh areas around us because you can always tell when it's people poo and not animal poo that they're spreading because it smells way worse that doesn't surprise me considering the filth that we eat that most of it yeah eat. like that's how they grow hamburgers and mm-hmm. corn dogs mm-hmm. <laughs> So my song for this week is Push It by Static X, which we will listen to now. So, do you know the reason why I picked this song? No. Um, my nephew. Because you like salt and pepper. That's why. My my nephew just uh, uh, turned sixteen this last weekend, and uh, he had never been to a show before at all, like no rock shows of any kind, and he's just very recently gotten into music, like within the last year. So was he, he really... Amish before that? No, he just wasn't <laughs> into music. We were just going with the Amish thing. I'm sorry. It just popped out. I I couldn't help it. You You may not have joy through music, except for your hymns. You can never help it, Mike. Every time (laughs) something you say and it's like, Mike, you go, I can't help it. I think you can, but that's all right. Okay. I won't help it. Is that... Is that better? That's better. Thank you All for right, the yeah, I won't help it. <laughs> yeah, you refuse to, to play nice. So anyway, um, took him to the show. Uh, it was a band called Lines of Loyalty. I don't know if they're local or not, but they hung out back at the merch table for the rest of the night and were super mm-hmm. friendly to everybody. So I assume that they must be kind of low-key. Do you imagine if they hung out we're just like dicks to everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Fuck yeah. you for coming to this show, you bitch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, like, what I mean is, like, the rest of the acts definitely I know. stayed backstage yeah. for the whole thing. I know thing. what you meant. Yeah. Um, uh, and then a uh, band called Dope, which I'd never heard of before, came on stage. They were great. I couldn't believe how short their set was. I think they only played for 15 minutes. And I was like... No, we needed more of that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then... Um, That's why you look them up on Spotify. Well, I did. Uh, they're in my playlist now. Uh, Seven Dust came on stage. They were pretty My amazing. fly was down. It felt like Seven Dust was on stage for fucking ever, and I don't know why. 
Um, That's like when I went to see Anthrax and Black Label Society was uh, one of the like the acts before them, and it just felt like Black Label Society was on forever, and they were playing the same fucking song the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like Seven Dust, don't get me wrong, but after a while, it was like, it was like, can we get on to the next act? Because my legs were starting to hurt, my knees were starting to hurt, my ankles were starting to hurt. Yeah, man, general admission shows with no seating are not for us anymore. Not anymore, dude. No. I am too old for that shit. Yeah, my back's and like, oh! My nephew's up front, his arms are in the air, he's banging his head, he's jumping up and down. I'm like, good for you, kid, man. Get into it. I'm glad you're having a great time. I am suffering, meanwhile. So I go out for like my fifth cigarette, come back in, um, get back over to where he's at and Static X is about to come on. There's like a break in the action. And these two guys had been in front of me and they were sort of jumping around and thrashing around and just having a good time, you know? And they were like actively smoking weed in the <laughs> venue. Oh yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. All right, I, I don't know if I'm ballsy enough for that, but all right. Um, and then they bumped into this woman and she went off on them. She's like, don't you touch me. You tried to touch my phone, blah, 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 all this stuff. I was like, straight up Karen, man. And then wow. another, another Karen walked up and said, you can use my pepper spray if you want to. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't say anything, obviously, but because I didn't want to get involved in this you were like, bullshit. shit's getting real. But I'm like, Fast. you're, you're going to spray fucking aerosolized pepper into a closed venue? Great fucking plan. That's going to really go well for you and everyone else it affects. Yeah, you're going to get your ass beat. Yeah, because about 20 people are going to kick your fucking ass. Because there are kids here. I mean, there were kids at the show. You know what I mean? It was an all-ages show. So I saw kids as young as like three years old. Yeah, when I went to see Megadeth, there were so many children there that I was just like, dude, I love that you're getting younger generations into this mm -hmm. stuff. But at the same time, the parent in me goes, is this really the place to bring like a little, little kid like that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, just a, uh, just a very lively show. Uh, Static X puts on a great show. Like, they started out with this, like, I want to say, like, 16, 17 foot tall thing, like a giant puppet with a disco ball for a head that came walking around on the stage and talking to people and telling them something. I couldn't hear what the hell it was saying. Hmm. Um, and then that goes out. And then this. Thank God you weren't smoking before you went. The band comes out. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? Are you have you seen this? <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm like watching this, and then that comes off stage, and then they come out, and the lead singer is because Wayne Static, the old lead singer, died a few some time ago. I don't know exactly how long ago, um, and I guess them being back on tour is due to this guy that they got at, who was like I can't remember what band he was from but they found him as a replacement singer but they have him wearing all this prosthetic gear like on his face he's got like this headdress thing with like glowing eyes like a mask and and like these like 
cool like like articulated hands and shit. So we can assume he's ugly. Probably, yeah, probably <laughs> ugly as sin. But but Oof. yeah, but like, and he's got these glowing red eyes like the Terminator, and he's up there in the dark singing, and it's like the two things I'm thinking, right? As badass as that looks, the two things that I'm keep thinking is. God, that's got to be sweaty and uncomfortable. One and two, I would go blind with having LEDs in front of my eyes for 45 minutes, which is how long their set was. But they had a man come out wearing a big giant zero or circle or something for a head. And then they had all these beach balls flying around everywhere. It, it was like a carnival show. <laughs> but I mentioned to Brandon, because Brandon was originally supposed to be on our show tonight. But I guess he has a social life or something, so he can't yeah, what's, make it. What's that all about? Yeah, yeah. Sure, How dare you out. enjoy yourself? Yeah, going out with his girlfriend and shit. Yeah, like, I'm going to spend time with my significant uh, other. I, I like spending time with her. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, we get along and stuff. Uh, what's that? Oh, I want to celebrate your wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a pussy. Nah. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't talk shit if you can't be here to defend That's himself. all right. He we'll might hear this. He'll understand. We'll give him a hard time next week for sure. Little good natured ribbing. Um, but yeah, it was a great show. And all in all, I had a great time. Uh, and he's so funny too, my nephew, because like we went up to the merch table and I hadn't really any intention of, of, of pointing it out. I was like, if he wants to get a shirt, I won't be against it. But I wasn't about to say, hey, dude, you should get a shirt because, you know, I'm not trying to spend extra money unless it's something he wants well immediately he wanted to go to the merch table i'm like yeah cool get a shirt and then we go to sheets on the way home and he's quibbling over whether or not he should get extra toppings because of the price and i'm like dude it's your birthday we just went to a show we got a we got you a shirt he's like that's what i mean i'm like dude an extra 50 cents is not gonna break the bank right, <laughs> right. get the big chocolate milk too dude don't worry about like, it You're i didn't good. see you quibbling You're like good. this over the 50 dollar t-shirt <laughs> but i love that about it I, he's so moral and like he wants to do the right thing and i respect that we're going to the we're we're, we're starting to work out together i'm actually uh incapable of walking up and down stairs right now because i did uh, uh we did uh some kettlebell stuff um, and, uh, I am so out of shape. My quads and my hamstrings are just fire right now. It's just like full of acid. <laughs> like if you poked me, I would just like, I would just drain. No, you would cry. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. It hurts. Yeah. That's the way that my legs will feel after Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but but we're looking at gyms tomorrow. We're, we're looking at a couple different gyms. There's one here in town that's it's called like Blink or something like that. Pulse. Pulse. And it's got like a fucking smoothie bar and everything. And I'm like, dude, this sounds too good to be true. And then I look that it up. That sounds like something odd for the little town that you live in. For one, yes, yeah. that's one. It's 24 hours as well, too. But the second thing is that I'm like looking and I'm like, dude, this is going to be expensive as shit. And sure enough, it's 50 bucks a month if you're paying month to month or 35 if you pay for the year. You pay for the year. That dude, Planet Fitness is 10 bucks a month. Yeah. So I, I was like, all right, well, look, there's two other gyms here right here in town one's literally like like a five minute walk away 
which would be perfect for warm-ups and cool-downs. Why don't we look at that one first, then we'll look at this one down on main, and if that one doesn't look good, we can go to Planet Fitness and check that out. That's a long drive, but not that bad. You know, my I have my sights set on the place that's right down the street because that's perfect. We can go any weather. We don't have to worry about parking. We don't have to worry about bullshit, and we have a perfect cool-down warm-up. Yeah. So... Uh, so in, in a way, I guess me being, uh, the good uncle is, is, is also having a direct positive feed, feedback loop for me and that I'm going to be getting in better shape finally. Good. And he's getting on me about diet too. It's like, we should buy a bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay. So we went to the grocery store today and it's like, uh, yeah, all these vegetables. It's like, well, now I got to eat them. <laughs> eat them or they <laughs> yeah. go bad. Right. Right. So it's like... <laughs> Every time I reach for a slice of pizza, I'm like, what would he think? You know what I mean? And, you know, he, he looks up to me and, and, and I don't want to disappoint him or be some lazy fat slob. He's like, just give me more pizza. <laughs> Besides, <laughs> when you lift a lot, you can eat more. So, you know, so true. It, it works out. So, so we'll see where I'm at in a couple of weeks. We'll check back in with that and see where I'm, how I'm doing. But uh, hopefully I'm on the beginning of a long-term fitness journey that I'll actually stick to. Because um, as long as he stays interested, that's going to be a big factor for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in terms of like how important it is to me. If he lost interest, I'd be like, eh. Did you know that we put up a music playlist? Drop by our YouTube channel and scroll down till you see recommended songs by Tom and Mike. Inside, you'll find over two hours of music handpicked by Mike, our guests, and I, updated weekly. YouTube.com slash at sign storytime with Tom and Mike. I had an idea for a little sort of an improv style game we could play. I call it New Game Plus. <laughs> so New Game Plus. <clears throat> when you, for those of you who aren't video gamers, uh, when you play certain types of video games to completion, you will get what is called a new oh, game plus. Completion. I knew you ha you couldn't let that pass. That's why I chose the words that I did. I, like, uh, I, I, I won't. would have been highly disappointed if you uh, had I won't help myself. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I will, thank you. Um, so I shan't pass up the chance. So when you beat a video game, you get uh, a new game plus which is that you start the game over, but you retain certain skills and abilities. And weapons. Or you get certain bonuses and stuff starting up. Uh, but it's the same game. So I thought, wouldn't it be interesting if we had like a life version of that where, you know, let's say I died right now, you know, and uh, that was a good impersonation of dying. That was perfect. Uh, if you die yeah. with your tongue out, I'll know that it was true. That's how people look when they die. Uh, <laughs> um, but what like special abilities or skills or benefits would you start your new life with? Knowing that it wouldn't actually change anything other than your personal quality of life. And maybe the amount of time you have to do things depending on what you would choose. So I I'm, I come back as an adult, yes? No, you start your whole life over. Start my whole life over as yeah. a baby. Yeah. 
What's Which, the point of dragging anything with me? I mean, if anything that's cool that I'll have will probably get fucking sold before I ever have a chance to use well, it. Well, not stuff, abilities. And new uh, abilities. It's a new game plus, dude. You're, you're, you're starting Got it, with, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'd like to retain the um, sewing skills and um, guitar playing skills and... Um, metalworking and mechanical skills that i have okay I, and then i could be like a child prodigy mm-hmm. well i you know i'm not going to say that my levels are prodigious <laughs> as they are but when you're a little kid and you're doing that shit i think it is i you think know? it is yeah yeah and plus then you'd have a whole lifetime to build off of those skills again and become like a master that kid can sew a straight seam holy shit he's the messiah <laughs> I don't know about that. He but... made a bag. What? He's the only Is two. he Christ? Is he Christ? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine what he could do with the Shroud of Terran. <laughs> oh my. Um I think for me I'd probably choose to retain um probably like my knowledge of editing and like film and stuff like that like anything related to that i've got one for both of us yeah yeah it's perfect our empathy and our sense of what's right and what's wrong when it comes to you know how we relate to other people and Mm -hmm. and different societal um cues and things like that i would love to 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 like have the mentality that i have now not that i had when i was a teenager you know what i mean i see what you're saying so you you wish that wherever you are now on that scale Mm -hmm. because i would argue that i could be like young shelton from the big bang theory i i i kind of feel like you already were that to begin with you were just your perceptions were clouded by your environment so really that would be a power not so much a retention i don't think that you've ever been less moral and good than you are now you just didn't have the comp the context <laughs> remember the time i lost my shit because i uh stole yeah a, a fucking of... t-shirt a pack, two packs of cigarettes for a t-shirt yeah and went back and paid for them like the next day and so nobody would see it Yep, I, I think we're past the well. uh, the statute of limitations on that. So, did you throw the T-shirt out the window? No, no, no. I was hanging it out the window so that it wouldn't smell new. I don't know, like something in my mind was like, "What well, if it looks old and it doesn't? If it looks a little bit older because it's beat up and it smells different, they won't know that I that I took it." I don't know. <laughs> you know, that was like where my brain was going at that point because I like rolled it up in my window and had it like flapping in the breeze. Yeah, yeah. But it was, you know, transacted to be mine the next day. I'm not going to say later because I was too young to uh, to buy cigarettes at that age. But you know how that was. Back in uh, the day, yeah. if you knew somebody who was running a register, it didn't matter how old you were. It really didn't, yeah. Or you could just ring it up as something else and then take the, the stock. Yeah, like, which, you know, didn't, like, would fuck up the system of stock somehow, but... Yeah, I didn't care. I had cigarettes, dude. I, I have to tell you, man. When I worked, I worked for Kmart when I was like seventeen or something like that, seventeen, eighteen. And me and this dude I worked with, he was such a bad influence on me. All we did all day was fuck around and steal shit from the shelves and eat it. Like, 
I mean, it was constant. It was like, dude, do you want to try some summer sausage? I was like, yeah, sure. So he takes this thing of summer sausages and cuts it, and he takes a bite. He's like, oh, it sucks. And he threw the little wedge of meat in between the the shelves. <laughs> so it gets stuck back there. It's like, I hope it fucking rots back there, man. <laughs> Throw the rest of it behind those things. And we threw the rest behind some, like, bags of candy. So there's an open tube of summer sausage. Yeah, the worst kind of air freshener. Oh. Well, air, air, not freshener. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> air freshener? Air defreshener. Yeah, there you go. Air defreshener, right? I was trying to think of a way to put it. You know, when you think about it, the term air freshener is really, really just a, a poor euphemism for it makes makes the fart smell go away. Because the commercials even dance around it. They're like, stinky odors? Meow! You know, the cat and the thing, and then, oh, fish! And then someone coming out of the bathroom. But they never say... That what they should show right there is just a turd with fucking nasty... <laughs> Like I'll still accept the stink lines coming off of it. No, like chili shits, just right there. Like, like good, <laughs> like it's a commercial. It's like Grandpa had an accident again. Yeah, <laughs> Grandpa's been eating Taco Bell, and he's just sitting there. Oh, and then it cuts to, I hope you have the spray, honey. Oh, I didn't forget. It's coconut rum. <laughs> And sprays it right in Grandpa's eyes. He's like, oh! <laughs> That'll teach you to sneak away to the mini-mart again. <laughs> but the tacos there is so good. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would be I amazing. think we got away from what you were doing. What was I doing? Remember we were talking about what powers would you keep if you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, If you I had guess... a new game plus... Mine would be a complete, and I'm saying complete and total efficiency of this waste disposal. No longer any need to urinate or shit whatsoever. No urge, no requirement. I would, my body would be so efficient that everything that I consumed would then be broken down. Be turned down, into energy? Be turned into energy and any kind of waste product would come out as an odorless, flavorless gas out of my mouth i would no longer even need an anus my friend <sighs> yeah. but then you'd miss out on all that fun stuff like prostate exams and butt sex not been interested in either of those you well you would still have a prostate how are they going to get to it to check it i said i would not need a butthole you don't yeah, your butthole is not your prostate is not related to your butthole it just happens to be the oh, way that I'm they get to it that. what i'm saying is that i would have a butthole but no deeply required need oh for no one. you made it sound like you wouldn't have one like i don't need oh, no, one I'm implies to me i'm not going to have a butthole well you that's you reading into things i'm gonna say that our listeners would probably agree with me on that and when I, my brother listens to this, he will tell me if he agreed with well, me. Well, I would love to hear what other people okay. think, but our listeners never tell us what they think. That's true. So, you know, I'm going to say that they would be like, when you say I don't need a butthole, you're making it sound like you would do away with your butthole completely and not have to worry about it. Like, there would be no butthole. You would look like smooth on the back like a Ken doll. Like a couple of camel humps. Just a, You'd still have butt cheeks, you know. But nothing in between. Betwixt your tweet cheeks, there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. It's <laughs> Betwixt. It's just it's just a skin cleft. <laughs> yeah. Nice and smooth. I keep my mail in there. Oh. 
or like a hot dog. Imagine like people wouldn't say baby's breath was so sweet if you were like pushing digestive juices and farts out your mouth. But it's odorless and it smells inflated. No, I know. I was just thinking like in like the world now. What I mean is, okay, so there is some belief that when you lose fat, that it comes out through your breath, that you ex you exhale it, basically. I've never so heard that. It would be similar to that, that you would be doing it constantly. You would not even notice and it wouldn't harm anyone. So it's not gross. And, and yeah, you could still have a butthole, but I'm just saying that you wouldn't really need one. It would only be for pleasure, though. Sure. Sure. All right. Cool. Yeah. Well, so would your penis, for that matter, or your vagina. No, my penis is just for pleasure. I use... love urinating. Oh, do you? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's good. This just seems like such a waste of fucking time. And it's, well, it's... I mean, unless you enjoy peeing on things, which I have over the course of time. Somebody makes me angry when I was younger. I would pee on stuff. You know. You're so uncouth. I am. You are extremely uncouth. You can't be taken anywhere. I don't do it now. Yes, you do. No, I actually don't. When's the last time you did it? Uh, probably 10 years ago that I peed on something when I was mad. I was like, ah, I just peed on it. Yeah, probably 10 years ago. So you were 36. Um, sure. <laughs> yes, 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 I was. Look, man, I didn't say I'm I was just putting it in a I didn't context. say I was fucking proud of what I did. I'm just saying that I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I've done stupid things too, Mike. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. I just like calling you out on these things. I also got paid fun. to have sex at several jobs over the course of time, so What? Yeah. What? Yeah, like if I was in an, in a role where I may have been left by myself, I might just pork while I was at work and pay for it. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I thought you meant that you were like doing the world's oldest profession. Oh God, no! Nobody would pay you, to fuck me. I was gonna. You might even be back surprised. then. Well, you know, you're right. You're right. Little I shouldn't say that. Some, little booty for some coin. I just was. Well, that's what I thought you were talking. No, no, about. no. I meant like my significant other would mm. be like, "Oh, I brought you lunch," and then out in the parking lot. You know, yeah. that was that's how it worked. Gotcha, gotcha. Nothing wrong with that. That's a totally honest pursuit. I feel like it's it's just as valid as taking a crap while you're at work. You're just doing something you have to do. You know, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> biologically required to do it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're drinking fat tire tonight and you said you had something. I am. A share about that. The old fat tire. I went to a restaurant once. By the way, this is a very good beer. Uh, nuts. It's an ale, so it's kind of light and the flavor isn't overpowering. It's, it's refreshing without being too heavy. But um, I went to a restaurant uh, like a chain restaurant. I'm trying to think which one. I can't remember which one it was. I think it might have been Chili's. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, though. Uh, it might have been TGI Fridays, one of those kind of places. And I said, I, I was looking at the menu, and I accidentally said, hey, to the wait waitress, she's like, what can I get you to drink? And I said, excuse me, I'll take a flat tire ale. And she goes, um... We don't have anything by that name. Oh, you told me this before. Yeah, I'm, she, I know. I she, told you this story before. She and I'm make like, the connection. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like, 
And I, I said, oh, I meant fat tire. She was like, oh, fat tire. We do have that. And I wanted to say to her, you couldn't make the connection between flat tire and fat tire because I, you know, I, I misspoke. <laughs> like, what the hell is the matter with well, this? Well, she might have been having an off day. She might have thought you meant a mixed drink. And here's the other great thing about this beer. It's alternatively powered in their making of it. So it's high quality, but low environmental impact. Hmm. Just a reason, you know, if you're looking for a, an environmentally conscious beer, I guess that's the one. And it tastes good. So uh, I, I have the opportunity now because where I work at, we do sell alcohol uh, that I can go and just buy bottles of whatever. And uh, so I saw that and it was actually cheaper than everything else, like a buck seventy nine a bottle. And I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to get some of that. Like Yingling was over two dollars a bottle. So Yingling is highly overrated. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I mean, know why P- I mean, it is knows. it is a beer that I grew up on that I drank yeah. a lot. I love black and tans and everything, mm-hmm. but like when it comes to it, it's it's kind of a generic. Yeah, it's not. It's nothing amazing about it. There's nothing amazing about it. No, you know, it's it's not a bad beer by any stretch. No, of the no, no. But people say it's like the best beer. It's like no. Mm, it's, I get I get being passable, territorial about stuff but yeah it's like the people from pittsburgh all think iron city is the best beer that's ever existed and yeah i've never had it but i've heard otherwise well it's misplaced pride because you didn't choose to be born here well not that you also had nothing to do with the making of said beer well it's just like sports (laughs) fans it's like sports fans when they're talking about a team they're saying we like yeah i mean i do that like i know it's like yeah man we sure did it's like really jeff Really? Your fat ass got off I wouldn't have been able to do it without you. Yeah. <laughs> I was willing them on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was putting all that willpower into it. None of the exercise, though. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. That's for that's for chumps. I just... <laughs> well, I always think about, like, any other thing that's produced for entertainment. Anything else. You know, a fucking circus. No one's saying we did a great yeah. job. Yeah. You don't no. say we about your favorite band or right. your favorite movie or something like, dude, they, we really knocked it out of the park with that film. Right. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. No, there is no <laughs> we. In, but in sports, for some reason, it's like, oh, well, we're the team. Like, no, you're not. I mean, I'm pretty sure these guys would be playing even if no fans showed up. Oh, the, well, they did during the pandemic. But I will right. say this. There is something to be said as a fan that you can affect the outcome of a game by being obnoxiously loud and fucking up the other team's communication. Oh, sure so in those can. cases, I feel like you could say we, but not necessarily in the same all-enveloping way like you're part of the team. You could say we like, hey, we the crowd, we fucking were loud and killed that shit. But yeah, you still can't really take credit for what the team's doing. But most of the people who are saying we watched it in their in their homes. True. So they don't even have that claim to make. Yeah. It's and my, just, my, it's just a weird. I pay my cable bill. I guess that you know that entitles me to something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just a weird association that I'll never understand. It, well, you're also not a big sports guy. I'm not a sports guy at all. I know. That's what and, I'm saying. You're not and, a big sports guy. But I mean, so as you're not even sports, a little sports guy. So as a sports guy, are are you claiming to understand it? Um. Yes and no. I I can see both sides of it very clearly. To be honest, I can see why 
some people might say we and i can see why people will say that you know that doesn't make any fucking sense i understand both sides of it very clearly well to be fair i'm just being pedantic i really i know don't give a shit whatever people enjoy and how they hey, enjoy it it's fine. important to you you brought it up i'm not shitting on it you know what i'm saying i'm not really saying but it's not important to me that's the thing it's just i feel like it was it's pretty it's important because you brought it up to me it's interesting to me interesting which, and which lends to importance not necessarily <laughs> <laughs> you know what i want to say one more thing about beer before we're done there is a beer brewed by trogues that comes out for the holidays called Mad, Mad Elf. Elf. It is so fucking good. Uh-huh. I and was... it's also a knee walker because it's like 12% alcohol or something mm -hmm. like that. Dude, it is such a good beer, well, but it's so fucking expensive. Halloween is over. But it's weird because of the way we record, Halloween doesn't happen for another few days. So I'm kind of still in Halloween mode. I Okay, tonight I watched a movie that I have never seen before. And last night I watched a movie I'd never seen before. Oh, yeah? I last, last, and you're not going to be able to believe either of them, I think. Tonight was Hocus Pocus. Never saw that before. Okay. Bette Midler and... Uh, I don't have a real hard time believing that you didn't see that because it's more of a family and or children's uh, Halloween definite, movie. So that, that, doesn't, that doesn't really surprise me too much. Yeah, it's super campy and every yeah. actor bites the scenery. I mean, like, I really, I, I love the movie because my kids love it. Mm -hmm. So I will sit and watch it. Also, haven't ever seen the second one they made like last year. They're watching it right now. My yeah, I've never seen that right one. Um, but uh, the other one was Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I understand why you didn't see it at this age. I don't understand maybe why you didn't see it earlier. Like I saw it for the first time when we were in high school. Well, because I am, and I fucking love that movie. I am and always have been an elitist prick. And I watched I, it with a girl that we went to school with. So that's probably why I saw it. Probably, but it wasn't even about that. It was that even if I was dating a girl who was into it, I'd probably be like, resistant to it because it was super popular everybody loved it and i didn't like anybody so in my head that equated to i'm not gonna like anything those fools like are you a tim burton fan um i'm on the fence about tim burton depends on what he's produced some of his stuff kind of gets on my nerves a little bit he leans so heavily on being this weird creepy kind of off-putting he really is the reason why helena bottom carter has worked in the last 30 years yeah yeah <laughs> and johnny depp and to a johnny certain depp. degree yeah. yeah 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 he's just an odd guy and and like i don't really like him but i like the world he creates sometimes but sometimes i think his pretentiousness shines through those worlds Nightmare on Nightmare Before Christmas is not a good example of him doing that at all. It's a and it's probably because he didn't direct it. Um, it's mm -hmm. it's a wonderful story. Um, the only thing I, I and again this is a child's movie, right? It, or it's supposed to be more or less, yeah. The whole love interest between Jack and the 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 stitched up girl. Oh, I can't remember her fucking name now. Now that you said it, it went right out of my head. I, but anyways, it, it to me, it felt so secondary and not developed at all. Like, I realize it's an hour and 15 minute long movie. 
and the implications love at first sight but he doesn't even notice her till the end of the movie and then he's like oh, i love you and it's like well, where was the build-up to that you know if you're gonna have a romantic element in a movie why not play on a little bit more just a couple of scenes just to build that longing that the audience feels on behalf of one or both of the characters in one of those types of stories because it is ultimately a story about how love saves the day right? i feel like she noticed him earlier she did almost in the movie so yeah he didn't even seem to care about her until like the third act it just I liked the movie a lot. I really liked it, but watching it from a, for the first time from my late, my age and my perspective and telling stories and things, it just something about that felt very felt like about 15 minutes were cut out of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. that I think would have made it a little more appeal like would have hit home more for me having said that excellent movie highly recommend it i wish it was longer yeah that's what i'm saying that would yeah that definitely would have fit in with what you were saying so yeah yeah but the music's fantastic the Mm -hmm. fact that it's all physically animated is is astounding yeah it's it's amazing work because of the way it looks too i mean the artfulness of it is just tremendous so you know um you know, I, I there's so many movies though. I, I sometimes I don't want to talk to people about movies because I'm afraid they're gonna bring up one of those movies that everyone's seen except for me. <laughs> no, you know what, buddy? If anybody ever does that, call me because there's a shitload of movies that are mainstream, popular movies that I have never seen, and I don't ever intend to watch. And be like, oh, the Mission Impossible franchise with Tom Cruise, never seen it. Don't have any, don't have any idea, and don't have any inclination to watch them. I saw the first one. The second one, I fell asleep in a theater and later fell asleep at home watching. So I tried that one twice, fell asleep both times. Pretty much decided that this wasn't a good movie franchise for me. Um, yeah, I, I've never had any interest in Scarface. And I oh, love- Oh yeah, never seen it. And I, I love- Or Pacino. the Godfather movies. I love Pacino, but it, it, just that particular movie doesn't interest me. The Godfather movies don't interest me. Casino, none of those. Casino is a pretty good movie. Uh, I'm just, sure it is. Just by the, I happened to see it by chance. I wasn't watching, like looking for it. it happened to be on like paper, like on not paper, you know, one of the pay channels like uh, HBO or one of them one time when I was younger, and I watched it. But uh, I, I only watched it once. Yeah. <laughs> so it isn't like, um, oh, what the hell was the movie with Sharon Stone? Basic Instinct, where I watched that like 36 times. Well, I wonder why you did. I, I It was just such a gripping story. I couldn't help mm-hmm. myself. Yeah, and when gripping. Michael, you remember when Michael Douglas took and like rip started the lawnmower with her panties in that one scene? It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. He's like throwing her around the apartment. It's like, mm, mm, mm. You can't get that chainsaw started. <laughs> he was throwing her around that apartment like a rag doll. She's like hitting one wall, bouncing off the other one like a pinball. I think that's the way he actually just had sex. Probably. Yeah. I think yeah, Michael Douglas is just an animal. He didn't even know the film was on. Film, was <laughs> he didn't on. know they were filming. He's like, I'm just fucking this chick. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> We should uh, we should at some point do a segment uh, where we just go over movies that we've never fucking seen that everybody else has seen <laughs> and just yeah. be like, nope, never had an agent saying it. What was your opinion of it? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it. All oh, right. Yeah. Next week on 
movies we haven't seen. I will tell you, there's one movie that I've seen that the critics loved and people lauded, and my brother and I went seeing. I had to have told this story before. It was called To Die For. It was a Nicole Kidman movie. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely the biggest waste of fucking time and money I've ever witnessed. And I think, like, I was probably maybe 17, 18, so my brother would have been, like, you know, 21 ish when that movie came out 2021 and the both of us were like what the fuck was that that was horrible it's just a piece of crap movie i've never believed the critics since that time there was an oliver stone film based on uh alexander the great i i, I think it's just called alexander it's oh like three and a half hours long uh, maybe i got time for that maybe four hours it was incredibly long and the passion um, of the christ or something and it it was very highly lauded by critics because um of its frank expose style sort of exploration of uh alexander the great's um alleged sexuality ah right Uh, alleged in other words it was extremely homoerotic which i didn't have a problem with but it was like homoerotic, homoerotic, boring, 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 homoerotic, homoerotic. You were just boring, anxiously boring, awaiting boring, boring, the homoerotic boring. parts because you were like, God, anything's no, got to be better were, than this. Because they were so over the top silly. I mean, <laughs> well, he, see, that would be fun. He, I mean, no, not in a good way. It was bad. I, there might be, I don't know, there might be some. I'll give you two examples. First of all, Jared Leto is the love interest. The male love interest anyway. As soon as you said Jared, I thought of Jared from Subway because there happened to be something on in my bedroom when I went to get changed before I came over to do the podcast about Jared from Subway. It just made me think of Jared from Subway as the love interest <laughs> to a prepubescent Alexander the Great. Oh, oh my. I refuse to help myself. I, I'm, I'm going with this for the entire episode. <laughs> you have derailed me so hard, dude. I don't even want to talk about what we were talking about now. I just want to sit here and think about how horrible what that was that you just said. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jared from Subway, whatever his name is, his last name is. Like, his last name forever. His middle name is From, and his last name is Subway forever. Fogel. It's Fogel. Is it Fogel? That's right. It is Fogel. Yeah. Damn it. We Jared did know it. Fogel. He's the Fogler. Yeah, he, he's, he's trying he to like, Fogel. Yeah, I mean, he he met Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you have a seat? Uh, on the wider one. <laughs> I knew a guy back in the day. He's we like, were... these pants are the pants that I used to wear, and they're big enough to fit two kids in with me. I I, I knew this guy uh, from, like, I think he was New Zealand. Uh, back in the day, we were talking about those commercials, and he said, "Yeah, Jared strikes me as the kind of guy who's still fat even though he lost weight." <laughs> that makes sense for some weird reason. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like he's he may not look fat, but his presence is all fat. <laughs> his shadow is still huge. <laughs> How big do you think he is now that he's back in prison? And he oh my! Well, I don't think that he probably is eating the calories that he was back then. So I'm going to guess that he's still rather slim. But he was uh, like, and I bet his butthole is probably, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. 
child yeah. molesters don't do well in prison from well, what i hear aren't they usually not kept in general population i think him probably yeah i would imagine probably not yeah because uh, it's not like he wasn't you know known everywhere right high profile yeah. prisoner yeah yeah he's probably protected but They're like i'll give you my fucking foot long bitch yeah. and then he, he got it yeah child molesters anyone who does any kind of crime of any kind of kids usually gets or dead. women or women but it's no not not as much dude i don't think as much because there's loads of that's just what i heard i uh, yeah I okay. Where'd you hear it from? Uh, ages ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'm pulling these facts out of my ass, so maybe they're more accurate Ooh. than. You well, know. your your ass is probably more up to date than what I heard. <laughs> all all I know is that it's just human nature that that when you mess with kids, even the most hardened prisoners, some caveman instinct takes over that says, "Oh, you fuck with kids, you die." You know yeah um and and rightfully so it's like propagation of the species like we're just ingrained to protect kids unless you're broken you know and then well that's who we're protecting them from other than wild animals what other predators are there unfortunately people wouldn't it be crazy if chris hansen turned out to be a predator i always thought that i always thought that maybe like one day was... they found out that he was doing shit, and they're like oh my god you know, and he makes and, and he has he has to go and do his show and be like, he's talking to <laughs> he's like doing a, posts. It's like an old split image yeah. thing, like an old Haley. Uh, no, he gets uh, what's up. her name, like the Parent Trap or something. Haley yeah. Mills movie. <laughs> well, like he says, why don't you have a seat? And then he gets up and he walks over and he sits down. And he gets up and he says, why do you think you're here today? And he keeps going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. Yeah, that is silly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like uh that sounds like a monty python sketch yeah yeah hey like... speaking of that did you ever watch the uh, history of the world part two no actually I, I i think i watched the first episode of it and i realized yeah. it was a series it's like oh man i'm gonna have to invest some time in this and i think that i'm up to like the third or fourth episode of it and some of it is really fucking stupid the stuff with nick kroll i know nick kroll is funny Mm-hmm. But the shit that he does in that is not really that funny. Really? And I'm like, eh, I could take it or leave it. But, like, the scene with Alexander Graham Bell, the whole scene is fucking hilarious. Well, Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks has not been attached to any projects in so long. It's nice to see he hasn't lost it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and it could just be, I mean, also probably given his age and everything, he's probably got a playbook that he just said, here's kind of the ideas I've written down over the years about this. I've been thinking a lot of time. Yeah. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Yeah. But you know, they surely for a series like that, they've got a team of writers and, you know, I mean, I don't know if Nick crawls on the writing team as well. Probably he is on some degree if he's involved in doing sketches for Mm -hmm. him. and maybe he's just not a good fit for that subject matter or maybe the writers for yeah they just really drug out his stuff like i'm not even sure that we're past the point of of his sketch being over that many episodes into it and i'm just kind of like ha, ha, it's not really that funny anymore yeah. you know but yeah. other than that i i've enjoyed thoroughly a lot of the other stuff they, they did a lot of good stuff with this with the material and uh so 
I look forward to finishing it one day, even though it's been out for like a year. I still haven't finished watching it. I remember there was this Mad Magazine special. It was like the Lost Pages or something like Lost Magazines, stuff like that. And and they had this article that was a good 15 or 20 pages long that was transcribed from a Mad Magazine novel that was out of print. Not a novel, hmm. I'm sorry, a paperback. Even still, you know, that, like a yeah, Mad book. Magazines used to put out tons of paperbacks. I had a bunch of them that my, my cousin hmm. gave me. Um, and they were just like, instead of an article, it was like a story or like a whole book about the same thing. Or Those like, are gems, man. I'd love oh, to see that. Dude, they were the best. We have to see if we can find some. Yeah. Listeners, if you want to send us some uh, some Christmas presents early this year, just uh, hit us up at TomAndMike.com. And look for our contact us and, and let us know because if you've got those man i will take them at um just give me an offer honestly yeah um because those things were i'd love to have them back in my collection um i'm sure they're pretty expensive actually you know maybe they're not who knows I'll have to look it's, them up. it's hard to say yeah it's hard to say i have to look up i'd have to know the titles of them you know but yeah uh so there was uh, there were all kinds of them and and uh, this was one that had fallen out of print many years ago, and it was about the history of the world as presented by like this sort of safari time type leader type of a guy, like a pith helmet and the white beard and the white mustache mm -hmm. and all that, the little spectacles. And uh, I just remember it being like, I didn't want it to end. I was like, this is so good. It made, I will tell you right now, Mad Magazine's books were better than the magazines in some ways. Mm. They were less various and sundry. They were more focused, but they were quality. Mad Magazine was a man. Mad Magazine was the best. Yeah. People just people from a younger generation will not understand that. They'll never get yeah, to know what I, that was like. I I used to get so excited in the the few times that I was able to buy one. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And like, quick, go right to the back and look and see what the thing was that you had to fold the, the page for. And, yep. You know, and everything. And, and just even if I didn't understand some of the subject matter that was in it, it was still awesome to read it. Um, were there any types of articles like because there were certain articles that happened in every issue and there were certain ones that I skipped. One was the stuff by Doc Martenberg, the really realistic drawings with the guy at the pipe and they were like three or four panel collections yeah yeah i didn't care for those very much i'd sort of read those last like i had a whole reading order for for the mad magazine i did i did i i would read each issue like five times so i would read oh yeah you know i would i would read like first i would read the real the short bits right the the small one to two pagers that looked really interesting and had like the best graphics and then I would flip through to the movies. And if it was a movie or show that I knew, I'd watch, I'd read that. If I didn't, I probably wouldn't even bother with it. I'd just look mm -hmm. at it. Then I would go to um, the back and check out the fold-in. And then I would go and read all the rest of the articles. And then I'd read the, the cover. Not the cover, but the, the letters. 
And then I'd finish out by looking at all the little interstitial drawings they had in the columns and stuff. Because mm -hmm. he couldn't forget to do that. I would so, always search out the spy versus spy. Oh, yeah. Like, immediately. Well, that's one of the, like, Because immediate... I could draw that, you know? Well, it was one of the ones, those are one of the things I'm talking about that were, like, a regular recurring every yeah, week, yeah. you know, that you didn't want to skip. Another one was Al Jaffe's um, snappy comebacks to stupid questions. Mm -hmm. I love those. I loved anything Jaffe did. Um, that, you know, Dick DiLibarto, who else was there? Morton... Drack or Drack, something like that. I yeah. Know. I honestly can't remember anybody else's name. Sergio, Even thinking about it. It's Sergio, been so long. Sergio and Antoles, I think. Or I uh, you know what? Let's look it up. Hold on. You know, you know what else I was thinking of recently because I saw something somewhere. You remember how awesome garbage pail kids were? Yes. And how fucking excited you would get, like if you got one that you thought was rare or something like that or misprinted amazing sergio aragones dave berg uh let's see mort drucker mm -hmm. doc edwig uh who else do i recognize al jaffe um don martin i remember when don martin got fired because he stopped showing up in Mad Magazine and started showing up in um, uh, Cracked. Cracked. Yeah. And it was like the one of the only things that made Cracked worth buying back then because Cracked was garbage <laughs> in those days. It was, it was kind of a Mad, Ma <laughs> or a, a Mad Magazine uh, ripoff. It was a shit. Yeah, it was like if Mad Magazine like had a dopey younger brother that didn't, <laughs> that really wanted to do it his older brother did but had no idea how to do it so i got a magazine too guys oh look so mr p smith he's so cool he's the janitor here at the crack <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just bad it's it, it wasn't good and then ironically later cracks turned around and became a really great website for a while and then they did a pivot and now it sucks and they fired all their old people like all their old people are gone and it's a now i haven't looked at cracked in a long time because it's just not good anymore yeah I it's haven't. sad it's sad because it, it, it was i think for a while it was one of the better website english speaking websites on the internet when did mad magazine uh cease mad magazine's still around as far as i know is hold it on. I, I it might still be around hold on Mad I swear magazine. I saw one recently, but it was like a special edition, so I didn't know if they were still regularly publishing or not. Five final issue was April 2018. Okay, so interesting. I guess they tried to reboot it at some point, and then it didn't work out. Hmm. Mad kids. Between 20... Oh, this is disgusting. Between 2005 and 2009, a mag, the magazine published 14 issues of Mad Kids, a spin-off publication aimed at a younger demographic. Oh, that's so gross and greasy. Like, 
William Gaines would never have stood for that. He would have shit himself. <laughs> You're like, You're not making this for kids. Are you fucking kidding me? There was only one. We don't want kids reading it in the first place. There was only two good kids' magazines, period. Yep. Uh, one of them was Highlights. Yep. Which was the shit. And what was the other one? I cut. Oh, my brain went blank when I tried to think of the other one. Ironically, very good to read when you're high. I'm always know. good at my dentist's office mm -hmm. to calm me down and, you know, a little bit of the timber toes or goofus and gallant or yeah, uh, one of yeah. them and I'll be ready to go. I'm but good to go, man. Being that it's called highlights, it's very good. It's very good reading material for when you're baked, I've found. Maybe the other one I'm thinking of is Ranger Rick. What about that was boys, always a good magazine. What about Boys Life? Boys Life always was super cool. Had always those... a lot of good stuff about the outdoors. That was the shit that I was always like, dude, this is awesome. They're going to show me how to build a tree fort, you know? And yeah. I was like, yeah, and how to make knots. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, well, it was Boy Scout publication. But I mean, I remember there were like cool, like sci-fi comics in there and stuff mm -hmm. like stories. And then there was like how to build a fire pit and how to how to like you know hide from a grizzly bear and how to <laughs> all kinds of shit it was, it was the awesome. grizzly bear will smell the shit in your pants every time yeah i guarantee it yeah 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 well it's kind of like that one episode of south park from early early on where they're like practicing for the volcano that's erupting <laughs> and they're like they get under their desks and it just shows how the fireball rolls over them and burns them to cinders <laughs> did you did you happen to watch the new uh, rick and morty's no i have not okay because it started last week and it was only one episode i you'll be pleasantly surprised i think it sounds very much like the original like it's not as bad as the commercials made it sound i have absolutely no expectations because i haven't watched the, the last few seasons anyway so you know um i'll watch ah. it eventually uh you know me i just don't watch a lot of tv so it's it's not like disdain for the subject matter it's 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 not disdain at all it's just i can't i have no attention span i cannot sit and watch tv we're we talking about something shut up <laughs> And the show. I would love to sit here and wax philosophic about Cracked, Mad Magazine, Boys Life, Highlights for Kids, and uh, Rick and Morty. But I just looked at the time and we are out of time. So that's going to have to be a story and a conversation for another time. Thank you for joining us for Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the long break we've given you from talking about urethral sounding. It's over. I just said it. Sorry. Not sorry. I we did, will we not did bring help it myself. Up. We did bring it up last episode. but That's I all right. We were giving him a break for most of the episode. That's what I meant. <laughs> I think Fuck the it. title of this episode should be, I, 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 what the fuck was it? I will not help myself. That's right. I will not help myself. <laughs> I'm not even sorry about it. <laughs> Bye. Bye.